I'm Bill Lawrence, and this is my big bag of onions. The government to California, broken hearts that boss unknown. And through this night we'll share a lover On that dark radio How the soul may be so lonely Hands pressed cold against the phone See all the stars Well, the time has come. You've seen the map. We've looked at the figures, and NBC News now makes its projection for the presidency. Reagan is our projected winner. Ronald Wilson Reagan of California, a sports announcer, a film actor, a governor of California, is our projected winner at 8.15 Eastern Standard Time on this election night. We have projected Ronald Reagan the winner. Hundreds of thousands of Olympic tickets remain unsold, while from an office in this Moscow hotel, representatives of Western travel agents are desperately trying to get rid of tickets worth over a million pounds. Ironically, in their search for Olympic seats, Muscovites are unable to buy the unwanted tickets. Because the travel agents refuse to sell them, for Russian rubles they're not allowed to take out of the country. And so to the main point of the news once again, Mrs. Thatcher has called on Britain's athletes to think again about going to Moscow. A Commons all-party committee has called for an end to the controversial sus laws. And in Jamaica, more than 170 people have died in a fire police say could be arson. It's a Bill's big bag of onions.
apparently, Ted, it happened around 10 o'clock this evening. John Lennon and his wife Yoko Ono, I'm told, were returning from a recording session or somewhere else in a limousine, got out of the limousine to their apartment at the Dakota, where they were shot by a man who has been described, as you have said, by the police as deranged or a kook or something like that. Immediately, John Lennon was brought right here to Roosevelt Hospital. This is only about 13 blocks away from his apartment, so it was not didn't take too long to get him here. According to Dr. Stephen Loon, who's the director of emergency room services here, he just gave us a briefing. He said that Lennon was brought here this evening shortly before 11 p.m. He was dead on arrival. Mr. Callahan's appeal has come at the end of a week of public argument within the Labour Party. Even while the opposition leader was talking today, Mr. Tony Benn was saying he would go on trying to change the party however long it took. And three leading moderates warned they'll have nothing to do with Labour if it goes on talking about pulling out of the common market. Mr. Callaghan told the Nottingham Miners Gala he welcomed ideas, but people shouldn't forget tolerance or restraint. And he's gone. The first wicket down. He tried very hard to get bat and gloves away from that. Almost managed it, and Derek Murray has made up for that bad miss early on when he dropped Boycott. And Graham Gooch has gone for 17. Caught Murray bowled Roberts. Oi, oi, you're listening to Bill's Big Pack of Onions. They do it down on canvas and do it at my In Afghanistan, a fierce battle is said to be underway between Soviet troops and Afghan guerrillas. The fighting is apparently concentrated in towns to the north of Kabul, and casualties are reported to be high on both sides. The rebels say there was a mutiny last month by Afghan army soldiers who attacked a government building and seized tanks and anti-aircraft guns. 
The operation carried out on the girl, Emma Taylor, lasted more than seven hours, and surgeons worked till two in the morning to sew back the arm. Microsurgery owes much to advances in the manufacture of tiny needles, finer than a human hair, which enable surgeons to repair blood vessels only half a millimetre in diameter. Given the right conditions, surgeons say an arm could be separated from the body for up to six hours and still be retransplanted. Scottish fishermen have ended their stay in port protest against low fish prices and are returning to work at midnight. And English fishermen won't take any action for the moment, but they've set a deadline for the government to come up with suitable aid for the industry, August the 8th. After that, there'll be more industrial action affecting the whole of the United Kingdom. Got this in pocket Got battle I'm gonna use it Intention the fire was traced here to the pantry where the blaze started as a small electrical fire a fire that may have smoldered for hours before becoming a full-fledged inferno feeding on combustible contents and interior finishes the fire spread quickly once it reached the casino an array of gambling equipment mirrored plastic ceilings and decorative trim fueled the flames and created the poisonous smoke Armed thieves hijacked a van in East London and stole four million pounds worth of silver ingots. The Common Market Summit, which was due to open in Brussels next Monday, has been postponed for several weeks. A man has been arrested after the explosion which destroyed the Italian consulate in London. The deposed Shah of Iran has been warmly welcomed in Egypt by President Sadat.
Mugabe's landslide victory here with a total of 57 of the 100 seats has left Rhodesia's white population fearful tonight. But Mr Mugabe, in an exclusive interview with Newsnight, says he wants them to stay and he wants to join the Commonwealth. Geologists recorded the time as 8.32 this morning. Gas pressure building inside the mountain finally reached the bursting point. They think first there was an earthquake, registering five on the Richter scale. Then a split second later, the mountain started tearing itself apart. Four service planes have been flying as close as they dare to the mountain all day. But no one has seen portions of the north and northeast face. Tonight, officials say it's simply disintegrated. Gold for Steve Ovitt in the Olympic 800 meters. Sebastian Coe gets the silver and is unhappy about it. But all joy for Daley Thompson, Britain's other gold medalist in the decathlon. At 21, he's the youngest winner of the title for three decades. Ovid's 800 metres victory settled for a moment his intense rivalry with Coe, but it'll be renewed in the 1500 metres. i uh-huh. 
Girls. The government of the New Hebrides have formally requested Britain and France, who jointly administer the islands, to send troops to put down the rebellion on the island of Espiritu Santo. The rebels have now released all their hostages, but the New Hebrides chief minister, Father Walter Lini, says negotiations are impossible unless they give up their weapons. The Russians have replied angrily to the latest American nuclear alert. For the second time in a week and the third time in seven months, a computer wrongly indicated that ballistic missiles were heading for the American coast. The scare lasted three minutes before defense chiefs realized it was a false alarm and decided not to launch their own military operation. Moscow's reaction, the Americans are suffering from a nuclear persecution complex. They are playing with fire. 17 years ago, it was all very different. A classier world, a more lavish style. A world and a style to turn a young girl's head. A world and a style that the 21-year-old Christine Keeler found unashamedly attractive, amazingly available, and saw no reason whatever to resist. Seventeen years later, her world has changed dramatically. The horizons dismayingly narrowed from the West End to the world's end. From multicolored Bijou Muse residence to Penny Play in a council tenancy. From few cares about life, love or laughter to survival on social security. It was, she said, rock bottom. She was broke and miserable. One oh six point six FM with Bill.
television's news night. Forecasts that are getting longer than a slight number of boats to top the pole. Liam Trotsky! The funeral of Peter Sellers, who died on Thursday after a heart attack, has been held at Golders Green in North London. It was a private service, but as Christopher Powell reports, many Sellers fans came to say goodbye. The cremation was attended by family and close friends only, but hundreds waited in torrential rain for a glimpse of the coffin. Other mourners included two fellow actors from The Goon Shows, Harry Seacombe and Spike Milligan. They were a reminder of Sellers' successful radio career. In Antwerp in Belgium, two hand grenades exploded into a bus queue of Jewish children who were waiting to go on holiday. The children were outside a Jewish cultural center. One French boy of 16 was killed, and 20 other children, mostly Belgian, were injured, one critically. The attack happened while they were waiting for a bus to take them to a summer camp. Later, police arrested a man who is thought to be a Lebanese. He told them he acted alone, but police are still looking for other suspects. the six-day siege. Nineteen hostages, including the three Britons, are safe. The end came with an assault on the building by the Army's Special Air Services Regiment, the SAS, not long after gunmen had killed two hostages and pushed the body of one out onto the embassy steps. They threatened to kill another hostage every half hour. It ended with three gunmen dead, one in hospital and another in police custody. Uh, then Scott apparently got there and they drunk several more whiskeys. 
Scott's known for having uh, been a heavy drinker, and also in 1973, when he was still in Australia, he was forced to stop singing for a while because of his drug problem. So yes, the suspicions are that this was uh, the result of some heavy drinking. cinema's most famous trademarks, the rank organization Gong, is to disappear from the big screen. Ranks say their film production section has been losing money and they've decided to cut their losses, abandoning more than 20 million pounds worth of films already in the pipeline. Christopher Powell reports. The rank organization have been involved in filmmaking since the 1940s. They became famous with a series of classic films featuring some of the best-known British actors and actresses. The company policy has always been to make general appeal family entertainment. Time is against Hamburg, and they may be caught out. That's the whistle. Nottingham Forest defend their European Cup title. John Robertson's goal has decided this in the Spanish capital. It's further joy for English clubs in Europe, and further joy for Nottingham Forest on the biggest of European football stages. The deposed Shah of Iran is dead. Iran's new leaders say they're glad, but they still won't release the embassy hostages. The Shah died this morning at the military hospital in Cairo where he'd been treated for cancer. A tomb in the Egyptian royal mausoleum has already been prepared. In Tehran, a special free news sheet was published and radio programs were interrupted with the words, the bloodsucker of the century has died at last. Stand. 
clear and conclusive evidence available to the government here from security and other sources that NORAID has provided support for the campaign of violence and indeed direct assistance in its pursuit. On the basis of these activities it stands condemned and I appeal to all in America who have the interests of Ireland at heart not to give this body any support financial or moral. The central problem for this inquiry is that only two men would know exactly where that signal was pointing as the express came along here only seconds away from disaster. One was the driver, a highly respected man with 37 years experience on the railways, and the other was his mate, and both of them died that day on the banks of Invergarry Bay. About 4,000 motorcyclists rode into central London today to protest against the compulsory wearing of crash helmets. They swept through the streets, waving their helmets in defiance of the law introduced seven years ago. Since then, they've kept up a constant campaign against the legislation, which they say is an attack on their freedom. The police could only watch helplessly. After a mass demonstration in Hyde Park, the motorcyclists prepared to return home. But without the safety of numbers, the ride back was made with the protection of a helmet and the law. Mr. Trudeau's supporters, the singing of the national anthem, O Canada, is no formality, but a political act in which they pledge themselves to stand on guard for their country. Its unity is threatened and will continue to be threatened, whatever the result of the vote. For PC Stephen Hickling, a public response that can be measured in thousands of pounds. He was on duty at Catford Police Station in London last week when there was an explosion. He lost part of his right arm, and this photograph helped to prompt the contributions that have poured into the station since. Nearly £25,000 has come in so far from young and old. Three other former Labour ministers, Mr William Rogers, Dr David Owen and Mrs Shirley Williams, yesterday denounced anti-market moves as irresponsible, opportunistic and short-sighted. But today, Mr Shaw said, if there are those who cannot learn the lessons of experience or who have irretrievably transferred their loyalties from their own people to European institutions, 
That is a matter for profound regret, but they will not be allowed to veto or to stand in the way. Derek Randall scored his first century of the season with 170 for knots. It means he's scored nearly 300 runs in the last three days. Yorkshire were put in by Middlesex, who must be regretting the decision. Kevin Sharp made 100 not out. For some people, the ultimate goal in life uh, has been becoming the President of the United States. Would you like to be the President of the United States? I really don't believe I would, Ronald, but I would like to see somebody as the President who could do the job, and there are very capable people in this country. Most people who are capable are not running for office. It, Most men are frightened of politics today. It is a shame, isn't it? Yes. It is a shame. The most capable people are not necessarily running for political office, and that is a very sad commentary on the country. On Wednesday, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Sir Geoffrey Howe, reveals politics' best-kept secret, his 1980 budget. What's in store? Higher beer, petrol and tobacco prices? Income tax changes? Will there be further cuts in public spending? Changes in unemployment and social security benefits? In the middle. 
In Northern Ireland, a village shopkeeper who is understood to have had connections with the Ulster Defence Regiment has been shot dead. He was behind the counter of his store in Newton Butler when a masked gunman burst in and opened fire. The dead man's not yet been named. In an earlier incident near Newton Hamilton, a landmine blew up a police car, injuring four officers, one of them seriously. The provisional IRA said they laid the mine. It must be realized, however, that a state of peace and security can only be achieved by our determination, all of us, to be bound by the explicit requirements of peace contained in the Lancaster House Agreement, which express the general desire of the people of Zimbabwe. For almost everyone concerned, it is in some way or other a bitter anniversary. Last November 4th, when we reported the news from overseas, no one could have imagined it would go on for so long. When demonstrators scaled the embassy walls a year ago, many insisted they only wanted to hold a demonstration. Well, today it wasn't over the walls, but through the front gate for thousands of Iranians, many of them young, who would gather to celebrate this macabre moment in Iranian-American history.
Mr Tony Benn has warned the Labour Party to beware of what he forecasts will be increasingly sharp attacks by the media in the coming months. Speaking to young socialists in Gloucestershire, Mr Benn singled out BBC news bulletins. He said they were being used, consciously or unconsciously, to discredit Labour's National Executive Committee, the young socialists and all who were working for full employment, disarmament and peace. like the Iron Curtain is in Europe. It crosses fields, it crosses parishes, it goes across and through people's farms. And we, of course, do not cross that border into the Republic um, in pursuit of the terrorists. We are not the Gestapo. We do, never will be like the Gestapo. So we are up against an enemy who is not even in Northern Ireland.
I'm Bill Lawrence. Join me again soon for another journey through the pleasures of music, words, and sound. Be seeing you. Bill's Big Bag of Onions has been produced and directed by Adrian Cohen and is a guppy production for Cone Radio.